Hello, and thank you for coming to listen to the audiobook version of the Academic Archers book, Fandom, Culture and the Archers, an everyday story of academic folk. The book was edited by myself, Dr. Cara Courage, with Dr. Nicola Headlam, both of us co-founders of Academic Archers, and we have contributions from a number of Academic Archers people. It was published in book form in May 2022 by Emerald, and is the fifth book in the Academic Archers Library, and sits alongside our Saturday Omnibus podcasts. We were rightly prompted to record this audiobook due to one of the book contributors, Laura Smith, asking if such a version were available. With the kind permission of our wonderful publishers, Emerald, we set about the recording, and here we are now, our very first audiobook. As it's our first, and as we did this ourselves, working across time zones, degrees of technical competency and performance nerves, please keep the academic archer's values of joyfulness, generosity and a kindness to heart when listening. This book is created by a fan community for other fans in that community. We are not professional voiceover artists nor audio producers. Like everything we do at Academic Archers, it's all voluntary and done for the love we have with those Ambridge residents and for each other. So please forgive our occasional stumbles, accidental mispronunciations, a van going past in the background, the sound of an odd page turning. What follows then is each of the contributors reading their chapter in the order that they appear in the book. The first section, Practice into Theory, Fandom Informing the Academy, is about our Archer's fandom and putting it into the fandom studies canon. It features Claire Astbury, fans, flouncers, fundamentalists, understanding online Archer's fan culture. Sarah Kate Merry, when the script hits the fan, why Archer's fans stop listening and why they can't completely keep away. Elizabeth Ann Bailey, Archer's fandom and the online public sphere. Helen Burrows, Cult and Culture, Transformative Fandom, de-dum, de-dum, de-dum. Carenza Lewis, Gauging Guerrilla Engagement, The Unexpected Benefits of the Academic Archers Conference. Catherine Hoskin, When the Programme Leaves the Fans. And The Saturday Group, It's Saturday, It Must Be the Archers. The second section, Fandom in Action, looks at how Archers listeners have used the Archers in their day-to-day work and life. It features Timothy Vertolotti, a year in Ambridge, introducing American students to English village culture through the Archers. Caroline Burks, teaching the Archers, creating new fans or turning them off. Karen Pollock, they need counselling. Isabel Duxfield, airing abuse in Ambridge, is the Archers a forum for feminism. Felicity MacDonald-Smith, Crowdsourcing Material Culture, A History of Ambridge in 100 Objects. And lastly, Laura Smith, The View from Lakey Hill, How the Archers Empowers, Liberates and Enables Listeners Who Are Blind. So thank you. We hope you enjoy listening to this as much as we did writing it and recording it. With immense thanks to all Academic Archers Research Fellows, that's everyone that is part of Academic Archers, from a Facebook group member to a conference speaker, for creating with us this most unique and quite wonderful community 
and for sharing our values of kindness, generosity and joyfulness. To all of our contributors for their dedication and inspiration. To our great team at Emerald and as ever, to all the people of Ambridge, we would not be here without you. About the editors. Dr Cara Courage is a placemaking, arts, activism and museums academic and practitioner. She speaks internationally on topics covering the 21st century museum, the civic and activist museum, socially engaged art in community and museum settings, and arts and urban design, placemaking and planning, and has published widely on these topics with Routledge. Cara has been listening to the Archers for around 20 years and grew up with the programme Always On at her grandmother's farm on Exmoor. She talks about the pleasure and pain of her Archers fandom in a talk my BDSM relationship with the Archers and has presented at academic Archers conferences on perceptions of masculinity, Ambridge placemaking and the parenting styles to be found or not amongst the villagers. Dr Nicola Headlam works as a chief economist and head of public sector for data tech company Red Flag Alert in Manchester where she applies her skills and experience to solving data problems. She passionately believes that the right data and evidence base in the hands of economic development policymakers can transform the subnational economy of the UK. She also directs a living lab for innovation, looking at pandemic economic recovery and how to ensure that this reaches the places beyond the usual. These social and spatial concerns bleed into her engagement with the Archers and she also works as the self-appointed network analysis for Ambridge paying forensic attention to the interactions within clans of the village and the ways in which intergenerational capital is protected and transferred over time. She is often found trying to ensure that the Academic Archers Facebook group remains curious, generous, joyful in tone and is working on a new project looking at the five-day micro-seasons which can be observed in the natural world. Introduction on Being and Doing Academic Archers by Cara Courage and Nicola Headlam. On Being Academic Archers. With this, our fifth book in the Academic Archers Library, we find ourselves taking a critical lens to our own being, looking now at our fandom culture, the people therein, and the resulting data and artefacts we consume, circulate and produce. After seven years, four books, six conferences, and over 150 Academic Archers Research Fellows, an accolade given to all upon joining the community, regardless of any academic affiliation or qualification, presenting at a conference. Fandom, culture and the Archers, an everyday story of academic folk, gives you some of what we have learnt along the way. As ever, we offer the reader a book that is both scholarly and humorous, and that deliberately plays with the boundary points between the real and the imagined of Archer's listenership. This is a dual aspect study. The first section of the book presents comments on our particular type of fandom and explores accounts of practice into fandom studies, which may, if it chooses to turn to our place on the dial, inform to transform the academy. What is it that our particular type of fan community could teach the canon of fan studies? The second section presents examples that sit in a point of axis of our active and transformative fandom. Here we explore how the storylines and phenomena of the Archers have been used by fans in real life 
educational and professional settings. When we conceived the idea of acad academic archers and held the first conference on a beg and borrow budget, we could not have comprehended that what was being created then would form in short time into a new type of community of inquiry. To begin to understand our being academic archers, let us turn towards that area we claim to be disrupting, that of fandom studies, and disrupting, albeit in a modest way, content to sit in a corner of the University of Anthropology Library with a slice of Ambridge Tea Room lemon drizzle cake smuggled into our bag. So on fanning. As a precede to our inquiry, let us first take a quick look at some of the nomenclature of fandom. There is capital F fandom, the fandom, group within a set of shared behaviours and outputs with a common form, such as fan fiction or the coda surrounding shipping, the action of wanting two people one is a fan of, from a book, film, TV programme or even real life, to enter into a romantic or close platonic relationship. Then there is small f fandom, just being a fan, and at this level of experience being informally part of or associated with a community of fans. This might mean joining a social media fan group or making a point of reading media pieces on said programme, book, etc. There's also the phenomena of ACA fans. Those fans are something that just happen to also be academics. ACA fans sit in fluid subject positions in relation to their specific academic knowledge and their involvement within fan communities, with varying degrees of closeness or distance or same or other subject positions. Ways of fan studies and scholars of popular culture have engaged with subcultures, fan bases and fandoms with more or less respect. The fan, acafan, academic identity categories are linked through a currency of the degree of involvement in the fan community and their structure of knowledge. The common assumption here is that the fan is closely involved with the subject yet holds no unstructured knowledge. The academic, sitting at a distance from the fandom, has highly structured knowledge. You may be able to sense here an implied value assumption by the academy and indeed the status conferred on the academic book or paper hidden behind university library turnstiles or a publisher paywall feels antithetical to us at Academic Archers as something that is extractive, exclusive and or transactional with the academy willfully avoiding an equal exchange with the colossal wealth of fan user-generated context across social media, in fan podcasts, blogs and fan fiction, for example. Rather, we deliberately ignore, poke fun at, disrupt or collapse any such boundaries. As said above, we are all research fellows of the Archers by virtue of clicking join to the Facebook group, subscribe to the podcast or newsletter, or by coming along to an Academic Archers conference. On doing Academic Archers. Fandom studies is a rich field of research and commentary, yet Fandom of the Archers has not been considered in this discipline to any significant degree. We, that is the whole Academic Archers community, find ourselves ploughing our own field from the start. Academic Archers has created an environment of what G and Hayes termed passionate affinity-based learning, 
experimenting and transforming knowledge and love of the archers into an innovative interdisciplinary learning community where like-minded individuals find one another and advance one another's skills and where unlike formal education experts by experience have parity with academics. This is complementary to community of practice thinking and situated learning theories as formed by Lavey and Wenger and which is presented in this book in particular from the collective first person view of academic, of academic Archer's Saturday group in chapter seven. From the resulting co-created accidental pedagogy we have come to term Ambridgeology offered as a distance learning course at University of Felpersham. We have always seen academic archers as an accidental ACAFAN community. And while never our intention to lurk around the edges of the online communities with our notebooks from the outside looking in, nonetheless, our intention was always to navigate some of the edges of proper capital F fandom studies that feature academics translating fan culture into academic currency. We, that is here the co-founder organisers of Academic Archers, Drs Cara Courage and Nicola Headlam, are concerned with transformative fandom as is about what people do as a result of being a fan of the Archers. Those interested in one layer or another of the Archers as a broadcast series, i.e. what we tune into and become fans of, occupy a blended zone where listeners become increasingly engaged in their Archer listener roles and fan identities those coming to assume more importance over day-to-day -day lives and activities. Trust us, though we have no empirical data to back this up, we guesstimate nine times out of ten this will happen. Seen more properly as nodes within the complex networks of relations of the wider fandom and of the Archers itself. Here in the book we present a figure of a spectrum, a continuum spectrum of Archers fandom. It starts with on the left-hand side, the casual listener. So that is listening by overhearing. This person recognises some of the characters and will have some views on some storylines. In the middle, we have the active fan. So this fan always listens. They follow long-range storylines and has lots of views on lots of characters. And then on the right-hand side of this continuum, we have the transformative fan. So this, this fan will be our participant in fan groups, takes the archers into their hobbies or profession, and the archers becomes their professionalised hobby. We are interested in the extreme end of the spectrum, those move to act in response to their listenership. We would also like to suggest that the academic archers inhabits a possibly unique space in fandom, where members can be described as fan scholars but not necessarily scholars of fandom itself, and which spreads transformative fandom and critical thinking wider into public culture. This brings new theoretical insights into our research fellows community of practice and better understanding of some of the issues about rural life that we have addressed over the years. Academic Archers has a shared and highly specific form of social and cultural capital through our knowledge of and engagement in the aspects of Ambridge that interest us. Fittingly, for a fandom that is concerned with a rural community, we present the epistemological category of Ambridgeology as a field. In the Bourdieuian sense here, field denotes an area of production, circulation and appropriation 
and exchange of goods, services, knowledge or status. The field of ambridology, staked out as a anthropological field of inquiry, contains circulating actors, artefacts, subjects and objects in a semantic and semiotic web of meaning. In the ambridology web of meaning, there are the BBC as the archers broadcast. Within the BBC, there is the Radio 4 commissioning that sets the budgets and oversees the broader editorial direction of the show. Next, the archers production team, including its editor, the script writers, the technical crew and the cast. And following this trajectory, we then have varied actors within this arena, including storyline specific advisors, the many Archers commentators across broadsheet and broadcast media, podcasts, online forum and fan spaces, as well as, and last but no means least, the listeners. Within this last category, we of course have a sliding scale of begrudging non-fan listener to fan and see chapters one to three from Asprey, Mary and Bailey, respectively, for varied research on this particular topic. Our key object is the programme itself, The Archers, as canon, further supported by the carefully constructed soundscape of sights, sounds and smells of the village. And here, pay attention to Laura Smith's chapter, chapter 13, for more on the import of the Ambridge soundscape. This object field is constantly evolving. Current objects may be removed, new ones are created in the minds of all listeners on a continual basis. As is always commented on in academic or colloquial archers conversation, every listener hears something different through the 13, same 13 minutes of programme. Due to having to employ their imagination, many listeners find that the pictures are better on the radio. As well as a legitimate field of study and an intertext, we see the archers canon as broadcast as a prime example of hyperflexible mythology of the type of becoming increasingly familiar to contemporary fans. Hyperflexible mythology is a narrative device for the exposition of characters, settings and power relations and relies for its veracity on recognisable systems of archetypes within a story. There is a meta-governance of the universe under discussion as an infinite parabola under which endless possibilities may shelter. Think the endless franchising of films within the Marvel Universe, for example. To live within a hyperflexible mythology is to recognise a semiotic and semantic shorthand which flows between commissioners, creators and, crucially, the recipients. This notion of fans as an integral part of the circuitry and involved in the semantic and semiotic flow is compelling and far more open to dialogue about fundamental meaning than forms of dry analysis. This is explored by Burroughs in depth in chapter 5 of this volume, where acts of transformational fandom are crafted and circulated as acts of homage or as labours of love. It is not, however, a simple love. In general, the relationship between the Archers and its fan base can be summed up with, in the words of the BBC, listeners to the Archers are loyal fans but take no prisoners. We see this anything but simple encounter between the listeners and the production team play out at Academic Archers Conference too, in the passionate disagreements between our research fellows over an innocent flapjack and a G&T, our dispute emerging from the fact that we all hear the archers 
refracted through our own life experiences and agree or disagree with storylines accordingly. As transformative fandom, we are in conversation with those actors listed above and this constellation has led us to explore Ambridgeology in multivariant form. By studying this imagined community with the structure and function of radio drama, we have gone deep into the motivations of characters as if their motivations could be as convincing as real people. Further, as fanning topics, such as the pro-social masculinity of Lee Bryce being displayed by his identity as a follower of the Marvel Universe, her surface more prominently in the Archers, we feel that it's time to raise a flag for our community as a community of transformational fans, where our fandom, engagements and point of intersection with the Archers develop our own acts of creation and interpretation, and being part of the phenomena of academic Archers culture has changed professional and personal lives. It is no secret that we are persuaded by a bricolage, blended, begged, borrowed and stolen form of intertextuality. Treating the Archers as canon and reflexively contributing to the fandom, we have been enthusiastic academic fans, refracting our knowledge, our collective knowledge of the village through myriad forms of knowledge and authority. Academic Archers have broken the mould of fan group identity by dissolving the boundaries experienced in other fandom groups, whereby the the ACA fans separate themselves from the normative fans. While the the ACA fans might be wearing the uniform of the normative fan and attend the same conventions, listen to the same podcasts, when in academic mode, a downward-looking otherness towards the normative fan is often postulated. Our fandom is equally capital and small f ACA fandom. Many of our research fellows are content with the informal knowledge exchange and accidental pedagogy creation that is our online spaces. But on organising, presenting at and attending a three-day annual conference on the Archers, we cannot argue being anything other than capital F fandom. And equally, our research fellows have found themselves starting or returning to academia as a result of attending conference. They've also published for the first time. They may have been to a conference for the first time. They've uncovered their own life stories through our analysis of storylines and they have extended their professional practices through that bricolage relationship with the Archers and its storylines. This active and transformative space has been a fecund one for academic Archers. As committed ACA fans, but resisting being doctrinaire about it, we've invested significant hope in the cognitive surplus afforded by the wisdom of the crowd or the hive mind of the wider Archers firmament. Here we cross the field style into a new field of fandom, of anti-fan sentiments or snark fandom, which underscore how far play, parody and critique are themselves part of the circuitry of the reception of works. Parody, for example, Shambridge and Ambridge on the Couch podcast, has been a lubricant of many forms of transformative fandom in the Archer's multiverse. The Ambridge on the Couch, Dumpty Dum and the Cider Shed podcasts are particularly irreverent in tone and all punctuated with laughter. The podcasters associated with these groups have fans and followings in their own right and have carved out specific niches. Who would have thought that a fan podcast could so prominently feature Uncle Newbie, a baffled listener getting to grips with the families and long-running stories of Ambridge life with the umbrella of aficionados to such comic effect and with such a Twitter following. What we do at Academic Arches is play with the gaze of academic fan studies. 
As with many fan studies, we analyse and explore our subject of interest, the archers, in case you needed reminding, in relation to extant theories and bodies of knowledge, anything from farming futurism to Iris Murdoch's philosophies on love. But we also use the programme as a backdrop to transformative fandom. The community of archers podcasters, commentators, character counters, parodists, and those prepared to leave to the defence of one character or another are quite another cast of characters, as varied and as interesting as socially constructed and as mediators as the, archage, as the archers and aldridges of our interest. In An Everyday Story of Academic Folk, Fandom, Culture and the Archers, we are delighted to be turning the microscope on ourselves as thinking about the ways in which meaning can be created and shared amongst like-minded Akka fans and how this Akka fandom, the hyperflexible mythology of Ambridge, feels jollier and more fundamentally connected. <laughs>